0: Welcome to Art Talks. I'm your host, Richard Codd, and I want to thank you for joining us here today on KZMU. We have a, a special show today, the day before the first full day of summer. We have Joette Langanese, who is the current mayor of Moab, and we're going to be talking with her about um, the arts here in town. And then we also have Cassie Pop coming to talk about the Moab Folk Festival's Summer Concert Series. So, first off, let's uh, welcome the Mayor Langanese to our talks. Hello, Mayor.
1: Hey, how are you? Thanks Uh, for having me.
0: I'm great. Well, thank you um, for coming up here today. Um, What I want to do is talk to you about um, the arts in Moab, um, how it's doing, some of the programs that we have to offer and what you see perhaps how you see the arts evolving um in the future so the you know first off um tell me first of all a little bit about yourself and and here well, weren't you involved with the canyonlands um historical society no
1: i am the executive director of the friends of arches and Canyonlands parks that's what it is. Yes, and oh. I've been doing that for 12 years. Oh, okay. um, my tenure there is almost over. We're in the process of hiring a replacement for me.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So that's been a, that's been a remarkable job to have, to work with the National Park Service and help raise money to support their mission. Um, so it's going to be sad to, bittersweet to leave, but I moved on to become the mayor, and that's where I want to put my focus.
0: Oh, great, great. Tell me, uh, you you had recently uh, had an article in the Times about the arts. Let's talk a little bit about that. How do you see the arts community today in Moab?
1: I think the arts community in Moab is fantastic. We have got so many special, talented people in this community, and I have to say that until I became the mayor, I didn't realize how vibrant and progressive it is within the within the community, and how much the city supports the arts. Mm-hmm. I'm not an arts person. I you know, I got yelled at in fourth grade because I went out of the lines when oh, I was no. coloring. So I never really be you know it was just not my thing. I'm kind of the opposite brain than an artist, but I have a great appreciation for art, and my home is filled with artists from Serena to Nick Hogan to Sarah Hammington, so art is a big part of my life, I just don't actually create it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There are many of us like that. Right. So, um, there have been a number of of changes over at the Mark recently. What, what, um, have things settled down? I know there was a new director
1: yes things are very well in very good shape over there we have three full-time staff that work at the mark that oversee our parks recreation and arts programs annie McVeigh heads that team as our director and then kelly mckenhaley is in, involved with all the arts programming and also melissa and then they um so we're in a really good shape right now They're they're fairly new to the you know annie's been around for a little while but um, the other folks have started about six months or so ago and do an excellent job, I fe- I think.
0: Oh, uh, I agree. Uh, my wife and I put on the science fiction film festival that occurred, uh, well, the first one was four years ago or three years. Then we had a delay for COVID. But the staff over there, has they've been extremely helpful. Yes. And the, the, the three you mentioned, Annie... Um, Kelly uh, Kelly and Melissa so they they do a terrific job from from what I see
1: absolutely and there's just three of them you know and so all the art we see around town and all the programs that they support it's a, it's a they do an incredible job we're very fortunate to have the staff that we do
0: right well well when people see people out front of the information center drawing the chalk drawings they think it just happens but right but staff has to put that together right so uh, no, I th- I think um, what they do is um, a credit to the city. So right. Um, let's talk about how much does the city spend on the arts? Do you have any kind of?
1: Yes, our budget is around four hundred thousand dollars. Okay, but that does not include the wrap tax. Uh, we just talked about this at our last city council meeting last week we did institute the voters instituted a recreational arts and parks tax and that generated a little over four hundred thousand dollars as well that we will use to help support some of the recreation and arts programs that we currently have in place and then we will also provide some of that funding outside of the city for external use for nonprofits that are doing good work within within the parks and the arts
0: is that the committee that you're you're yes. setting the? Uh, w- tell me about that committee. What its role is and what they're going to do.
1: That committee. We just uh, voted on that ordinance. Uh, we just passed it last week, and the role of that group is really to oversee the applications that come in for the external funding. So we voted to allocate twenty percent of the four hundred thousand to go to external community programs, and so the role of that committee will be to oversee those applications follow up with the reporting do an assessment we want to really look at the end of the year how successful it was if we have allocated enough money for those programs if we need if we need to put more towards in in in-house programming so that's the role of that advisory committee Um, we are putting together a policy so it's really uh, a little bit more clear as to how that appointment process is made because the initial appointments will be by me the um, I think the staff at the mark will probably review applications and make recommendations. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how it's done, and then I will appoint the initial advisory group, and then they will appoint and make recommendations thereafter.
0: So, uh, so how much m- money? Um, if it's four hundred thousand was what the city puts in, then they're going to get an additional four hundred thousand from the RAP tax. So that's give or take eight hundred thousand. Right, and then. It's not 20% of 800,000 we're talking about. No. It's it's the 20% of the 400,000. Correct. Right. So okay. it's
1: about $80,000. And okay. that's going to, you know, currently well, in the in previous years we've had what we called a community contribution fund where any nonprofit in the community could apply for those uh, funds. And so this this external funding is going to replace those community contributions. And so the application has to be for arts and recreation parks type programs which the majority of the community programs were that were those types so we usually had around 50,000 I think last year was 55 so now we've got an additional $30,000 so a total of 80 for community uh, programs that support our arts and our parks and recreation
0: Oh well that's good so that's 20% this year or for t- I think it was for two years that the council said they were going to do that distribution 8020
1: I think we get to re we need to allocate every year oh so it's every, year. every okay. year so the first year we went with 8020 because we want to kind of catch up because we're a little bit behind and some of the things we want to get done with our parks in particular Oh sure um, so once we get caught up with that then then we will reevaluate and see if we can put more money towards community programs
0: so that that distribution may change in the future. Someday it may be 60-40 or or whatever.
1: And it all depends on how much money we bring in. You know, um, the the amount of tax that comes in could change up and down too. So that's also a factor.
0: Oh, so yeah. Okay. The wrap tax, that's a percentage that we get back on what? What, what Sales tax. On sales tax. And you just talked about the mark. How will you reach out to groups or to... Folks who want to utilize those new resources, how how will they do that?
1: Well, my guess is that the committee will come up with an advertising mechanism to get the word out. Okay. We, you know, our communications director Lisa Church will probably put some social media okay. uh, ideas out there. So, you know, we'll definitely, when the time comes, we'll definitely make sure that the community is aware that this funding is available and how they go about the process, what the criteria is. So we'll definitely make sure that everybody knows that they have this opportunity to get some funding.
0: Okay, well, well, that'll be great, so because I'm sure there are lots of artists out there who have either a special project or um, something that they've been trying to do and a little extra resources might help them be able to pull that off.
1: Yes, exactly. And so. you see around town all the really cool things that are already going on that we would support as well?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I I think Moab is really lucky to have um, the art trails that we do, the sculpture
1: Mm -hmm. um,
0: program. Um, I think uh, Christie has done an excellent job with that. I don't think there are too many towns around that have that kind of successful um, outdoor uh, sculpture program
1: no and and isn't it beautiful i mean i every six months i believe they change them and i think the city in their budget has funding to purchase one of those sculptures so that we can put it somewhere i mean it's just i just love it i just think it's fantastic and um hopefully we can do more now on that same line we're getting ready to do what we're hopefully going to be doing dispersed parking you notice that down by the courthouse right part of that project is going to have all art installations and so we asked UDOT to just maybe put in permanent um, platforms so that the uh, the arts trails or whoever can have their art displayed at these particular dispersed parking spaces.
0: Yeah, well, I, I have to say, I did see... I, I have seen the one next to the courthouse, and it's pretty ugly. Um, <laughs> I well...
1: You know, That's I'm, a whole other topic. I know, I know. <laughs> um,
0: but... To, I'm from New Jersey, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little straightforward, <laughs> That's but okay. but uh, no, I I I mean you know you see the, the, the all those cones sticking up, and it's like what's going on over there? Is it, is it a you know a crime scene?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah but i encourage you to go to the open house i believe there's going to be another one maybe they just <laughs> had it so you can actually see how how beautiful it's going to be it's okay. kind of a complete streets type of a design oh
0: perfect okay so it's
1: gonna it's gonna it's gonna be really nice okay when they when it officially goes in
0: i'll give it a shot <laughs> okay as, as it um and then and then we also have art blocks mm-hmm. that um the mark i sponsors those mm-hmm. those are terrific right um and then there's also um, the Red Rocks. The was it was the Plain Air Festival, and I know now they're trying to um, reshape that program after COVID. What, mm-hmm. you know, what can we do? So I, I've been talking to them about that, and uh, hopefully we'll have them um, on Art Talks um, soon, to, as they begin to develop those plans. Yeah. And maybe there can be more.
1: Yeah. We also have the Arts and Egg. Every uh, th- what is it? Every one th- every
0: other Thursday. Yeah,
1: yep. down at Swanee, which is awesome. There's yep. a lot of art and farmer market at the same time. It's a really fun event to go to.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, so, th- the other thing I want to talk about is the Arts Council. The Arts Council has existed in Moab I'm, for several years. I don't know exactly how long. Um, is that going to continue? In existence and I, I, I've been trying to figure out how that operates um, in the broader picture
1: we're actually going to be meeting to discuss that this week um, we do have an MOU with the Arts Council we really want to talk to Teresa about how she sees the Arts Council fitting into this rap tax uh, procedure this process okay because they funded a lot of things that now this rap tax can fund Correct. So we want to meet up with Teresa, find out what her thoughts are, you know, because the Arts Council was very good at providing funding to a lot of variety of organizations. They asked, actually funded a uh, Look Where We Would Live program that I do with the friends group that I work for. So they were very instrumental. And so we don't want to lose that, but we also don't want to have any redundancy. So we, we want to talk to Teresa about that and see how we can continue working with her and that group to fund arts
0: yeah I was wondering uh, uh, how that would go mm-hmm. well that's good to hear because mm-hmm. you know um you know we just had the moab arts festival over um, memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. and um i th- I think that was a, a big success oh. I, I, I was down there both days I happened to be the m c for the event oh nice and um, i I think it was a a a a wonderful activity that had been postponed for how many years because of COVID and the reception people came out and It'll be, hopefully, something that we continue into the future. Teresa's been working on that for 30, 30 years. 30
1: years, I know, I can't believe it. That's my favorite event of the year, is the Moab Arts Festival. Yeah. I just love it. It's just, you know, artists from all over. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just a really great event, and um, I suspect that we'll continue to do that as long as Teresa wants to do it.
0: <laughs> I, I would hope so. Um, I've talked to others about um, Moab as a... As an arts destination mm-hmm. and I don't think we're there yet like I don't think a lot of people from the region and and either from Salt Lake and, and and Colorado I don't think they look at Moab as an arts destination like people may think of Santa Fe or Taos or some of these other communities I'm not saying that's what we we want to become, but I'm just wondering, what can we do to help moab's economy so it it has something to reach out to besides our mountain biking experiences, our jeep safari um, activities? How do we make the arts some something that will draw people from wider areas?
1: I think we're doing that. Um, okay. You know, arts has really grown since I've been here uh, for 25 years. When I first, as in my article, you know, when I first came here, there was there was very few art galleries. You know, we we'd had the art walk, but boy, it's sure changed since then. Um, art seems to be a really big part of our community. It's growing quite a bit. So I think naturally people are going to hear about it. Most people come here for our landscape, but the more we put it out there and we have these events, then people will learn about it. The Plain Air um, event that they used to have where people would come in and go out into the parks and out into the landscape and paint was a wonderful way to bring people in to enjoy the landscape and at the same time create art. So I think it's going to naturally involve. I don't know that we would specifically promote it, um, but I think that it's something that, uh, you know, it's just out there. You can see the art around town all over the place. And I, and with our art galleries in town, I think all the visitors that come here will take that back and share. And so I think naturally it will progress into a destination for art. That's a tough one because I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how to do that. I ha- would have no idea. Cause I, like I said, that's not how my brain works, but I feel like, um, I feel like we're doing it. I think it's slowly progressing to the point where people are going to want to come here and see the beautiful art, just you know, just on the streets.
0: Right. Uh, just in case you just joined us, you're listening to KZMU, 106.7 in Moab, Utah, and we're talking with the mayor, Mayor Joette Langanese. A- and you know, just talking about that. Um, we do have the Moab Music Festival mm-hmm. we have the uh, Moab Folk Festival
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they both of those events attract enormous numbers of people right so um s- my thinking or is how do we
2: is there is there a
0: reason to even package all that together to let people to better inform um people who may want to come out here um, for the experience of... Say they can't get into arches, and it's like, okay, well, oh, yeah, there's this whole arts community. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. I've just been raising this to see how we can better support our artists. So the the, the more we can do for them, they, in turn, will do for us. So...
1: You know, Helper is a great example of how they have turned their little town into, a you know, it's becoming a known arts community. And I think it'd be a good idea to reach out to those folks and see how they did it. You know, they kind of transformed their whole downtown into like artists' workshops, from what I understand. I haven't been there myself. Um, so that would be an interesting conversation to have with the folks in Helper. And maybe we could do something similar to what they're doing there. I know at the Folk Festival, Cassie's really good, I believe you have booths, she has booths there where artists can show, you know, sell their wares during the Folk Festival which is another way to engage art during music, you know, music of course is art, but right. when we think of art we think of paintings and sculptures and things like that, but I think that's a great way to uh-huh. incorporate both that type of art and music art at the same time.
0: Yeah, and, and I agree, I, I think there are wonderful opportunities and we just have to maybe maybe it's through the new committee that you're setting Mm -hmm. up maybe as people become more aware that there are resources for them um, from the rap tax Mm -hmm. you know that gives that gives a real shot in the arm to the arts community Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in moab and recreation so
1: well and maybe,
0: I, maybe that's something.
1: That's something, and I also think there's an element of getting our kids involved in art. You know, you mentioned the chalk drawings on the crosswalks that the elementary school kids did. I mean, that's a really cool way to get our kids involved in art so they grow up with that appreciation, and then maybe they'll become the next artists.
0: And, and speaking of that, I was just talking with Erin uh, Groves over at the Moab Music Festival, and they just had their summer strings camp, and they had—I think she said—over thirty kids wow. in that program. So just like you said, if we can get the kids interested at you know that school age, that that creates a whole reservoir of talent here in in Moab
1: exactly and right now the mark has their summer camp art camp going on which is another way to get kids involved in in art at an early age for you know and also gives the kids something to do outside of school school's out right now and it just gives them something different to do besides just going to a camp where they swim and canoe and do all that they here they get to create art
0: and and hopefully well be, you'll keep the kids out of trouble like me when <laughs> you know, when I was out of school <laughs> for the summer, we'd be swimming in the bay next to Manhattan, you know uh, <laughs> all the things our mother would say don't do. Mm-hmm. You know that's unfortunately what we did <laughs> because camps we, we we didn't have the exposure to a to a string camp right so, yep. um
1: yeah i think I think Moab is doing a really great job. Moab community is doing a really great job at at art, music. Recreation and I think we do a fantastic job. We're very lucky. We have a beautiful landscape and great creative people that live here. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll, we'll be following you, Art Talks, um, okay. and, and the city and, and um, the mark. And um, please, we'd love to have the, the staff come on frequently to talk about all the different programs that they have. That'd be great. Um, and w- Tell me if, if someone is interested in the programs that we just mentioned today the uh, summer camp the what do you know the marks um, email off the top of your head if, if listeners they said oh maybe you we, we should send
1: no, but they could send it to me okay. mayor at moebcity.org okay and I'll make sure it gets in the right hands
0: okay. Well, anything else, Mayor, you'd like to add? I really appreciate you taking the time to come up here.
1: No, it's been great. It's been a while since I've been up here, so it's nice to come back, and ha- I'll come up anytime you want me to. We'll to talk about whatever you want. Dispersed parking. Maybe that's what we talk about next.
0: Well, when I <laughs> happened to say it was ugly, but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm willing to give you, you know, another month or two to, to make that look good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Mayor.
1: You bet. Thank you.
0: All right, we're back. I'm your host, Richard Codd, and you're listening to Art Talks. Uh, we just had a great conversation with uh, the mayor of Moab, Joe Langanese, about what Moab is doing with the arts. And it was good to hear that there's a lot that the city is doing and will be doing more of now that we have um, the rap tax and other uh, income sources. My next guest is Cassie Pop from the Moab Folk Festival. And she's here today to talk about the Summer Concert Series. So welcome,
2: Cassie. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for having me on today.
0: I appreciate it. We were just listening to one of your um, (laughs) groups who would be playing this week right friday
2: yes the the moab free concert series um kicks off its fifth season this friday uh june 24th um at swanee park and um yes jeremy garrett um will be fiddling um along with a bluegrass kind of super group (laughs) uh that he's touring with uh to promote his new album the river wild and um For those that don't know, Jeremy Garrett is the um, Grammy award-winning fiddler from the band, the infamous Stringdusters, um, who have quite a following, not only because they are just incredibly hot musicians, I mean, each and every one of them are just over-the-top talented, including Jeremy. but also kind of a really nice group, sort of like group following, like almost I want to say like cult. Oh, good. <laughs> young following. So, hey, if you're out there, um, this is a free show, and um, and so we're super excited to have Jeremy, and he will actually be playing. And I'm going to scroll down here with. Um, uh, Cody Kilby of the Traveling McCurries on guitar, Alan Bybee of Grass Town, who I hear is an amazing mandolin player, according to Eric Jones. Thanks, Eric. Um, Ryan Cavanaugh of Bill Evans Soulgrass on banjo, and Denton Turner of Buffalo Commons on bass. So um, whether you know any of those folks or not, I think it's going to be a not-to-be-missed show. I have a feeling there might be a little bit of dancing going on. Uh-huh. Um, and if if anyone hasn't been out to the free concert series before um like i said before it's from it's at swanee city park and we get going around 6 p.m and we'll have a local opener Um, we have a a group called the family trade it's an acoustic duo um, based out of moab now just recently relocated to moab and i'll be a lot more versed on them after i actually see them in person
0: oh and and um they just played at the moab arts festival they
2: did yeah how yeah. yeah so you've seen them yes yes they were good great i, I enjoyed them yeah it's nice to to be able to fe- feature some of the new local talent in town we always try to to feature a, a local or regional most of the time um performer there is one exception this year which we'll get to Okay. Um, but yeah so the, the local opener will start at six the headlining band goes from seven to nine. Um, we will have uh, the food truck there, Bitsy's Brews, and I believe they ha- they're going to be um, beefing up on their. They will have drinks, which is their name sort of indicates, but they are also going to have dinner foods um, oh, for okay. people to have. Um, and there will be some local vendors there um, showing their wares. I, I went out to Arts and Ag that you guys mentioned earlier right, right. and invited a lot of the vendors from there. So we'll see. Oh, super. Hopefully, some will show up. And if you are interested. In vending, uh, studio audience out there, um, <laughs> let me know. Contact me, um, info at moabfolkfestival.com, um, or just Google us up and you can find our number online. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're open to having some local vendors there. Yeah, so we have local opener, right. then the headlining act. Um, we will have beer and wine for sale. It's a great place to bring a refillable water bottle, a blanket, a a chair, and it's just an awesome community vibe. It's uh, like the somebody one year in our survey that we (laughs) push on everybody called us, you know, the community living room. So. uh, Oh, that's a good. Yeah, a good if you've been before, you know, if yeah. you haven't, come on down and check it out. So. Yeah,
0: and and that's this Friday. This
2: Friday, June 24th, so we have less than a week. If it's not on your calendar, get it on there, um, and we will see you out there. Um, sure total the series is going to have four yeah, tell shows me, tell
0: me about the rest of the uh, lineup
2: yeah so um we'll have two shows in the month of july and one in the month of august it kind of spread it out this year it started every friday in july and that was a mm. lot for our small production crew <laughs> a lot of sweating so we've shrunk it down um july 8th is going to be our second show and um the local opener on july 8th friday july 8th they're all on fridays um will be the nanites uh, a local trio um we're very excited to have on our stages and um Joey, Brian, and Tamara. Uh, There's a guitarist, a bass player, and a fiddle player, and I'm looking forward to hearing them.
0: Oh, Tamara, Tamara, Tamara Frida, who also teaches the. In the string program Uh, yes
2: yes Tamara and I are lucky enough to work together uh, well obviously in this capacity where she is paid to perform for us Um, and then I also helped uh, with the Moab Strings Camp the Moab Folk Festival partnered in funding some teachers from out of town um, for this very cool and growing Moab Strings Camp Uh, kudos to Aaron Uh,
0: yeah and and Tamara I don't know if you were here when I had mentioned that (laughs) yes totally (laughs) <laughs> uh, and i said to her i said oh i would have loved to have done a, a, a show on on that mm-hmm. and so yeah one story short i told her keep me posted on any of these kinds of events sure
2: so, sure to, and especially to to help grow it because it feels right. like it, it is on a really cool trajectory like a lot of arts programming in town um yeah, but anyway, so so yes, the very same Tamara Frida will be uh, showing her stuff on stage as the opening act for Conbrio, which is our second performing artist um, of the uh, Moab Free Concert series. So Conbrio on July 8th. It's a seven-piece band, guys. It's going to mm-hmm. be a lot. It's going to be um, bass, drums, keyboards, trumpets, uh, oh. and a hot vocalist named Sarah Clark. Um, They're from the Bay Area. It's um, going to be a really interesting, fun, high energy show. Um, Let's see, I was trying to read the definition here seven piece band that plays energetic soul, psych rock and R&B that's as fresh and free thinking as the place they call home. Oh. Good. Ta-da. They, that, yeah. they sound like fun. Yeah, and con means with spirit. So I imagine that's going to be a spirited. brio. Um, yeah, and then the oh, next, yeah, so there's there's another show in July, and this is a bit of a theme date. We're doing um, sort of a celebration of, of Hispanic culture, and we're going to have um, La Preferida will be our food truck that, that evening. They're uh-huh, going to be, if uh-huh. you haven't guys haven't been, it's, it's down there on Cane Creek. They've got some killer food. Um, yes, So yes. we'll have some some Mexican food, and then our local, well... The opening act, so it's not local, but I did meet them at the Arts and (laughs) Egg. (laughs) formerly known as the Center Street Market Um, uh, uh, two gentlemen from uh, the country of Colombia will be performing and and their band's name is Shangalu and they'll be performing some really interesting um, Colombian flavored music um, and I'm really looking forward to hearing them um, and they'll be starting at 6 p.m. and then uh, from 7 to 9 we are having uh, the Denver-based what they call Chicanx band um, called Los Mocuchetes and my apologies to anyone out there who knows how badly I'm massacring that Um, (laughs) you can you can school me on it and they are going to be a really kind of fun um, they they sing and they perform in in multiple languages and um, they are while entertaining us, also uh, speaking to uh, social justice issues um, surrounding um, their community and um, people of color in, in our area. And so it, should, it promises to be a really interesting evening. And then we are donating all of the tips that night to the Moab Valley Multicultural Center. Oh, excellent. Um, in in a, a, an effort to um, support that very vital Nonprofit organization. Thank you to everyone over there that is doing what they're doing to hold up our
0: Yeah, what what, what do you do ask for? Contributions when people come in or how will?
2: well, I mean we yes, they can we that's one way we could do it Um, Typically, we we experience a a really nice steady flow of people um, coming through our beverage tent Which um, by the way is is how we support? ourselves (laughs) ourselves <laughs> right. in in getting from the red to the black right. Uh, right. for a right. free series. We're not selling tickets or anything, but we do sell beverages. And so if you come in, and purchase a beer or a glass of wine or, or some other kind of beverage, we also have like sodas and sparkling waters, things like oh, that, good. things to keep people hydrated.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is important if yeah. it's going to be 100 <laughs> degrees. Hopefully it'll be like
2: today. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, um, but not counting on it in July. But so, so, so yes, you could come through. And then as people get um, beverages we also have a tip jar there and typically people are very generous um, uh, with with offering us a little bit of extra um, a gratuity right. that goes back into the nonprofit organization that produces this event um, okay. however this one particular event we are um, going to and maybe even in the future, it's kind of like down the road. We'll see how yeah. <laughs> what sort of grants come through. Right, um, right. But we are going to offer the, the proceeds that that particular event to the to the multicultural. Well, now Center. you
0: know you got you have to apply to the city through the rack tax, right? Well,
2: I the city actually already has been a partner from day one
0: forever. Yeah. <laughs> right, so right.
2: so maybe yeah, they can bump it up. Emily, Joette, everybody. Yeah. I mean, the city and and Meg over at the Mark back in the day, who I think maybe started art talk um who i have been calling art beat all day my apologies Uh that's okay (laughs) but everybody knows what you're talking about so um yeah have have been there from day one as a a stakeholder in addition to that it's been kzmu at the table since day one too Mm -hmm. um helping us um broadcast these uh, performances live on air um, and uh, it, they just do a fabulous job and um, help us promote um, help us on site with a tent and providing a merch tent for the performing artists who want to sell some of their merchandise cds and such and um is kzmu wearing this fridays i believe so yes oh. i think every every friday there oh, so so if you're working You don't want to leave the house you're too hot you're 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 unable um then you can always just tune in um to 90.1 or 106.7 or kzmu.org to to hear it uh in in the comfort of your own (laughs) ac
0: and if you like it while you're sitting at home (laughs) you can always go to the moab folk festival website and make a small contribution that will help (laughs) <laughs> fund those those programs down the
2: road. True that. Yeah. So how's that? There's yeah. There's there. We have donate buttons too. Um. Yeah.
0: Now was there another
2: group? Yeah, there's one final one um, on August 19th, and that is the band Big Richard, who I just so happened to see this weekend over at the Telluride Bluegrass Festival. And let me tell you, don't miss this show. (laughs) It is so good. They are just, it's its four women who are just spectacularly talented. Um, They're all Colorado, Fort Collins-based musicians, and they got together at some festival as a kind of like, I don't know, like jam workshop or something, you know, where (laughs) it wasn't like a usual configuration and just hit it off and they um do traditional um bluegrass they do uh some covers some really funny and wonderful covers they've got uh, a very um energetic and amusing um uh stage presence and um as i left to the telluride bluegrass festival this weekend which was quite fun i asked a lot of people who their favorites were and i cannot tell you how many people said it was big Big richard so we booked them before they got the gig at telluride bluegrass festival guys so this may not happen again Um, so it's bonnie sims joy adams emma rose eve panning it's cello bass mandolin and guitar, oh. and they are just wonderful. Um, don't miss it. And and, and tell me the,
0: tell me the bands and the dates again, so people can put that on their calendars. Uh,
2: have- yes, I I can tell you that. Um, uno momento here. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, and oh, there is a, a there is a regional opener that day. I guess I don't want to forget them. Oh. Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears are from the North Fork Valley, and they are a banjo and fiddle playing duo that has been. Uh, performing in this region for years, and I've always wanted to bring them to Moab, so I'm really excited to have them opening up that. So it's gonna be quite the Estro Fest that day, (laughs) all ladies. (laughs) Guys, you're gonna love it. (laughs) Ladies, you're gonna be grinning ear to ear. Um, And uh, let's recap those dates, so. 5th annual Moab Free Concert Series. It's um, Fridays from 6 to 9 p.m. at Swanee City Park. You know, the one with the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, June 24th, mm-hmm. we have Jeremy Garrett Bluegrass Band. Uh, that's this Friday, guys. Uh, that's the fiddler from the infamous String Dusters and many other cool musicians. Opening up will be the Family Trade. Um, July 8th, we have Combrio and the Nanites will be opening up. On July 29th, Los Mocuchetes and Shangalu will be opening up. And August 19th, we have Big Richard and Lizzie Plotkin and Natalie Spears will be opening up. Um, I want to say one more thing. Um, I know you probably have other questions, but um, this this event would not be possible without the Moab Area Travel Council. um, Grand County funded. They are our number one funder. and I think it is is um, an amazing event for them to be supporting mm-hmm. um, in not only like an advertising capacity and sort of like a tourism capacity, but just as a way to give back to our community. And I'm really liking what's going on over there at the Grand County Travel Council Economic Development Team. There's a really good group um, working hard to... Um, to spin uh what the state tells us we have to do and um so i want to give them a shout out and the city of moab who has been a, a funder from the beginning there's a number of local businesses that support us and we'll be talking about them on stage at the event um the synergy company and moab gear trader you know rachel moody there's all kinds of businesses in town who who year after year um put their money where their mouth is and and support us and um you know. Then, bottom line is, you know, it's 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 <laughs> produced by myself and Maqueda, my assistant, and the friends of the Moab Folk Festival, which is the nonprofit organization that produces this event, and the Moab Folk Festival, as you know.
0: Well, <laughs> I I am so looking forward to to the summer concert series and and to the festival in November.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I I know that's that's out there a few months, but how's that shaping up? <laughs>
2: pretty good, pretty good. We are, we are um, our dates this year are November 4th through the 6th, and we are going to do two days outside again, and, um, uh, you know, sticking to our sort of COVID or post-COVID, I don't know, what is it, the COVID-ish um, <laughs> programming alterations, we, we went from having three venues and, and really focusing on some indoor events to really just putting it all outside and feeling like that was safer um, for everyone and we had some really great feedback about that last year so we'll be continuing with that Um, in addition we're going to be doing a Friday night um, 20th anniversary kickoff party this is the 20th anniversary of the Moab Folk Festival Um, and I'm so grateful to Melissa Schmadek who thought up this great idea 20 years ago and pushed and pushed and worked and worked and threw her money and time and heart and soul at it um, so that we could have this wonderful music event in town. and she will be back in town. She has uh, oh, moved for a job, but is coming back uh, for the celebration. So we'll have that Friday night celebration. Um, that is a separate ticketed event. And um, and then we are gonna have our free public uh, workshops and, uh, for the community as well. We do uh, interviews, we do um we, d- we actually had a really great concert at the, uh, Moab's backyard <laughs> theater last year, a free concert for the community, uh, two different acts played. Uh, we called it a workshop, but you know, it's a concert <laughs> and, um, yeah, all kinds of different things. So stay tuned for some, some really good alternate programming. Um, we do have a couple of bands booked for that. Um, we have Peter Rowan, um, returning, um, with his, uh, being supported by, uh, Los Texamaniacs. It's, um, a, uh, Texas based band, um, headed by Max Baca, who is, um, is, is a pretty famous, um, performer. Uh, so that should be quite the dancing event. We have a, um, our returning artist each year the audience oh, yeah. and votes. Who,
0: who, who will that be this year uh,
2: well uh, the audience voted back uh, Lindsay Lou oh um, that's right yeah yeah did you see her oh you, yeah, yeah yeah she was great she was great yeah and um, so she's returning with her band and um, not, maybe not all of the people that were on stage last year but I'm really looking forward to that and um, we also have Kashana Armstrong. Uh, she's coming as a vocal trio, and they're going to do some really powerful um, vocal work. Uh, they they do gospel and and social justice music, and um, and and Nashville based local.
0: Do you have any? Um,
2: I haven't booked our regional yeah. act yet, and um, and then on Sunday. Uh, We've got the infamous String Dusters, if anyone's ever heard of them, and uh, they'll be they'll be closing out the show, and it should be a really interesting departure from the kind of venues they usually play, um, because it's usually a, a pretty big show, and so they're coming to our town to to spread their good music. Um, we've also uh, I'm not really supposed to talk about this, but we have also. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they're listening. Uh, <laughs> maybe they are. But we also have Molly Tuttle and her band coming, and um, she's she's a pretty incredible performer. So uh, you heard it here first. Uh, and then there's uh, maybe three or four more, four more TBA. Okay. Stay tuned.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Cassie, I want to thank you so much for coming up to KZMU today. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the folk festival is going to be absolutely fabulous. Not only these these next several friday nights that'll be coming up over the summer mm-hmm. but also in november you bet and and how do people find out about um the lineup and and get tickets for the future events
2: okay well um you can go to MoabFolkFestival.com. um we have a uh, click a button to click there for lineup, schedule, um, tickets, everything you need to know there. And um, we also, you can follow us on social media. Um, and then for the free concert series, it's moabfreeconcerts.com. And you can follow us on social media. Um, we'll be giving you, um, you know, reminders to, to show up. Um, I also want to mention, <laughs> since you're letting me blather on here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, that uh, we are looking for volunteers. All of these events um, are supported by volunteers and um, at the Uh, free concert series we actually have a small budget to pay folks to help us set up and tear down I I budgeted for it this year it's so much work Mm. we have to set everything up in the morning and then have it gone by the end of the night so it's like looks like a magic act but it's really a lot of (laughs) a lot of pushing and shoving so if you're looking for a way to support us um, you can you can come out and we are offering um, to pay the setup and tear down staff we're also just looking for some folks to be part of the the day of show where you can Help at the door. You can help us um, corral folks in and out of the venue, and um, you can uh, call me two six zero one seven five six. Or oh, what was
0: that number again?
2: Oh, it's a two six zero one seven five six. Or you can go to our website moabfreeconcerts and I'm uh, and her, like, wizardry of the internet has set up a really cool thing you can just click on um, called signup.com. And it, you can choose which shifts you want to do and what you want to do. Um, so, again, it's moabfreeconcerts.com. Come join our fun crew. It's really fun. Um, and you get to watch the concert, too. So
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, Cassie, thank you so much. You are so and welcome. I will see you Friday night.
2: Sounds great. Thank you so much for the time today. You're doing a great job.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. So. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening today it, uh, and thank my guests, Mayor Joette Langanese from the city of Moeb, and also Cassie Pop from the Moeb Folk Festival. So until next month, this is Richard Cod for Art Talks.
1: You can hear Art Talks on the airwaves at KZMU every third Monday of the month at 4 p.m.